Well, good evening, my mighty three and myself, the mighty three, and anyone who joins us uh, from this point on. Well, here we are with the Course of Love. We are in the second treatise. We had started Chapter 7. Yeah, Chapter 7. And we're in the, yeah, seven, right? the second treatise. That's right. And we're the second treatise, excuse me, the treatise on the nature of unity, and we're in chapter seven, which is the Britain, um, the belief giving and receiving as one. We read last week up to seven point fifteen, so we'll be starting with seven point sixteen tonight. Uh, so we got ourselves settled. We know where we are. We're all together as one. And I have Reverend Bill, Yvonne, and Lana, and hopefully others will join, or possibly not, but we're the mighty four, so we're good. Um, uh, Paula, could you repeat uh, what you said about where we are, because I don't know where I am. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You are where you're supposed to be. (laughs) I don't know where I am. We're in the second treatise, the treatise on the nature of unity. Okay. Okay. And we're in chapter seven. The belief giving and receiving as one. Oh, I like and, that one. And we will beginning. We we will beginning this evening with seven sixteen because we had gone over quite a few chapters last week. And you know, as we've done in the past, and we'll continue with you know basically dialoguing. But we do read these paragraphs to give us a feel of the message that's coming through. And then, of course, the floor is open just for pure dialogue or to opine on something that you read or feel or want to say. So we'll probably read through this chapter, you know, for the evening, and we'll go through. So, but like I said, we'll just go with the flow. So. Let me just, you know, we know to keep our phones muted when we're not speaking because it's very distracting. So that is greatly appreciated. And, you know, nouns and don't step on each other's toes. I hate to sound like a broken record, but, you know, dialogue is free. And we're always, you know, feel moved to talk, talk. So but let's just take a few deep breaths because I need it. <laughs> I don't like to talk a lot. And let's just settle in, close our eyes, if possible, plant your feet on the floor where you can, and just hear these words of affirmation. That's the best way to say it. And just hold it in your heart. We have all the patience, courage, and wisdom we need to follow the guidance of spirit. We know the right path will be revealed at the right time and in the right way. And I know we know that. We know it's so deep within our souls that we have the patience and the wisdom. And we will follow the guidance of spirit. And it will come to us when we're ready to be Listen, at the right time and in the right way, where we are at that moment. And as he tells us in this work, the course of love, We are where we're supposed to be, right here and right now. Don't question it. Accept yourself where you are and know that this is the place to be. Every day, you are where you're supposed to be. And that's your soul's journey. So, I'll start us off but just kind of do a little read back and then we'll get going with Reverend Bill reading. And Yvonne and Lana will all do. Let's see how it, how these paragraphs look. Some of them are big, some of them are small, some of them are huge. But we'll tr- let's try to read through. What do you think, guys? We'll be right through 21, okay? Let's say we'll have a lot to talk about as possible. So let me just go back up what he said to us last week. To deny that you are a being with need, which needs is not... Let me get that again. To deny that you are a being with needs is not the aim of this course. 
To come to believe that your needs are provided for by a creator and a creation that includes all others is to believe in giving and receiving being one in truth. Giving is not only about choosing what good and helpful parts of yourself you will share with the world. It is also about giving the world the opportunity to give back. It is about recognizing the constant and ongoing exchange that that allows needs to be met. It is trusting that if you have a need for money or time or honesty or love, it will be provided. So, Reverend Bill, you want to continue with 16? And 17. That's, yeah, that's pretty big. All right. Thank you. Okay. Trusting is not a condition or state of being that you have heretofore seen as being an active one. Your attitude toward trust is one of waiting, as if an active stance toward trust would be distrustful. You thus will often say that you trust when you are doing, when what you are doing is hoping for a specific outcome. Real trust is not a trust that waits and hopes, but a trust that acts from who you truly are. Real trust requires the discipline of being who you are in every circumstance and in every relationship. Real trust begins with yourself. Reverend Bill, is that the true self with the big S? My book has a uh, big Yes, S. it is. Yes, okay. it is. All right. you know, I'm just checking because I know some... The additions sometimes have different S's. Mm-hmm. All right. Yvonne, you want to read 17? Uh, sure. I'm just creamy. My cat wants to get settled on my lap first. Let me do that. Here we go. Settle down. Here we go. Okay. All right. Now I have to maneuver the book top of him, so let's see what happens. <laughs> Okay, Uh, 17. How often have you hidden thoughts and feelings? Because you question whether they are legitimate thoughts and feelings. For some of you, this answer... Oh, 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 I guess it's not going to work. I'm sorry, hold on one more minute. I'll put them down. Creamy has his own way of doing things. He wants, <laughs> when he wants to sit on my lap, he's going to sit on my lap. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I'll start over again. Okay? How often have you hidden thoughts and feelings because you question whether they are legitimate thoughts and feelings? For some of you, this answer has changed greatly over time. But for many of you, you have become less rather than more forthcoming about your thoughts and feelings since taking this course. You have done so out of a desire to be truthful, a desire to not express thoughts and feelings unworthy of your real self. You may have increasingly denied thoughts and feelings that you would judge as negative or bad, or you may have in your desire not to judge others kept yourself from speaking up in instances where you previously would have stated an opinion. While these modes of behavior in themselves are learning aids that prepare you for acting with the certainty you seek, they again are not to be confused with the true aims of this course of study. 
Lana? Okay. 18. Oh, it's a short little one. Okay. Who you are cannot be denied in favor of who you will be, in quotes. Needs cannot be denied as a means of having them cease to be. You who are beginning to realize that you have much to give, realize that you have as much to receive, and that receiving does not imply that you are lacking. Lana, you feel up to reading the next one too? And then then we'll conclude with um, uh, Reverend Bill and Lana. Okay. With uh, Reverend Bill and Yvonne. Okay. Okay, so I uh, 19. The discipline required to be who you are is a discipline that requires trust in your true self and honesty in relationships. Does this mean that you are required to express every thought and feeling that comes your way? No, but this does mean that you bring the thought and feelings that arise to the place within your heart that has been prepared for them. You do not deny that you do not deny them. You bring them first to your true self, to the true self joined in unity at the place of your heart. From this place, you learn to discriminate, to separate the false from the true. For your ego thoughts cannot long abide in the holy place of your heart. Then, with truth, then, with truth and illusion separated, you develop the discipline to express your true self as you are now. This is the only way the self, capital S, you are now has to grow and change. This is the only means the true self you are now has of giving and receiving as one. This is the only means available to you to replace the old patterns with the new. The recognition that giving and receiving occur as one is a precondition for your recognition of the state of unity. As with the recognition of your accomplishment, the acceptance of the belief that giving and receiving are one in truth changes the function of time as you know it. There is not a period of waiting or a period of time between giving and receiving. There is not a time lapse between the recognition of needs and the meeting of needs. It is accepted that giving and receiving occur in unison, thus further collapsing the need for time. While, as stated previously, this belief will at times seem difficult to put into practice, and while your recognition of receiving and of the, uh, while your recognition of receiving and of the needs being met may seem to still take time, this belief builds on the belief of the already accomplished through experience. As you experience giving and receiving being one in truth, your belief will become true conviction. Your ability to recognize giving and receiving as one becomes simply an aspect of your identity and accept it as the nature of who you are in truth. 
Thank you all. Thank you. These are some powerful paragraphs. There's that one line at the beginning of 19. The discipline required to be who you are is a discipline that requires trust in the true self and honesty in relationships. It's how, you know, I'm thinking of what these mighty words said. Giving and receiving. How can I, like you said, how can you give, truly give, if you're not giving truly from your heart, from your heart center, where the truth lies, and not with your mind or thinking? You know, as you give, you receive. So it's not just the act of giving. It's act of honesty, trust, love, sincerity, knowing. All the words we've read throughout this book. Not giving to get. Giving to receive. boggling my mind, so I'm going to be quiet and listen to whomever wants to share. Share away. Thank you, Paula. Um, This is Lana, and, you know, I was, as you were speaking and as everyone was reading, I was just reflecting on uh, the experience of the giving and receiving and how after time and um, certainly of trusting truth to be true, it does become a natural, um, the experience becomes natural, at least it does for me. And and my greatest gift of, um, of course, the miracles and a course of love, because it continues on in a course of love, is that of, in fact, it's, I shared before, it's just my whole life's devotion and ministry of sharing the love of God. I mean, that's just what I do. <laughs> and um, it becomes, uh, I mean, like when I have someone on the phone who's in pain or who's calling for guidance or, or just needs to be with someone, you know, um, they're frightened of something that showed up in their experience. Uh, I I just I share the love of God within me uh, to them and with them, and the first thing that clicks in is that unity of sense of we're connected. We're both connected to the same thing and as one. And um, I then the next thing that happens is I feel that surge of love within me. And, um, you know, anybody who has um, shared the love of God with anyone else, it's, it's kind of like an automatic process. At first, you're, you're, if you're not familiar with it, uh, you look for it. Uh, but after a while, it's just a given. You know, I share the love of God with someone, uh, and I sense their healing, I sense my own healing. I should reverse that. It happens the other way around. I sense my own healing. And I'll tell you why. Because the phone call may begin with um, them sharing something, a situation in their life. And, you know, if I'm really being honest, if I perceive any of my brothers in need of anything, that's just the same as me perceiving a lack in myself. 
So it's not true because we're all whole and complete. So first, my mind is healed of that belief that it's possible for a son of God or a child of God to lack anything. So that's the deception. I'm seeing it in them. And, and because I'm seeing it, my mind needs to be healed. They're believing it because otherwise they wouldn't be frightened by whatever's going on in their life. So sharing the love of God dispels that in both of us. And, and for me, what dispels it is that love that rises up within me as I share the love of God, I'm receiving the love of God through them. You know, and it's ironic, you know, they may be calling me about, um, you know, needing a pep talk or something, a truth talk, <laughs> and I'm the one that's getting the gift from them. We both heal together. And, uh, you know, it's, it's this, I, you know, I often write about this, is the one truth that's so easy to experience in our lives because it's so obvious. You know, it's, it's as, as I give, I receive. And the healing that occurs validates that, not only within myself, but within them as well. And, uh, you know, by the end of the phone call, we're both doing a dance of joy. You know, we don't, <laughs> many times they can't even remember why they called, you know. It's, um, it's just our memory returns. That's the greatest gift. We remember our truth. We, we remember that self with a capital S. And, um, and that's, you know, how we complete the call. So uh, with that, I'm complete. <laughs> Thank you for listening. That was great, Lana. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely experience. You know, the love of God is um, is is so accessible to us when we truly want it, and um, we trust that it's coming to us, and. Um, you know, and, and just like he said in what we just read about honesty and trust, they are components of them, but they come up naturally after a while. After, you know, I always say trust, we learn to trust by trusting. There's no other way. And every time our trust is validated through our experience, it becomes easier to trust the next time, you know, until it then becomes just... Um, Automatic and natural. I'm complete. I really am complete this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know that when I was reading and I read these paragraphs and I read this books five or six times already over the years and, and you know in sixteen you know where he emphasizes the need for trust. You know, trust is not a con- condition or a state of being that you have therefore seen as an act, being an active one, you know, and it, well, he actually goes back to 15. It is trusting that if you have a need for money or time or honesty or love, it will be provided. So that's the key. Trust. It's like you don't even have to think about it. If you have that knowing and that trust, giving and receiving come very natural. But, you know, just trusting that it will be provided or whatever. You know, and, like, I have to speak from my own experience. You know, like, even just today or the other day, I, I received something that affected my financial security. You know, I was told that something I have, they, their systems are breached. And I went into a panic with all my information. You know, it's like that natural instinct. And I let it consume me. And I, I, 
it took me a while to like settle back and say, if I'm feeling this mistrust, doing that, I'm doubting. This is what I'm sending out. This is what's emanating from within. So, and, and maybe I'm reading this wrong as far as this giving and receiving, but this is what's speaking to me now. And this, reading this, and as soon as I started to go within and, you know, think about it, you know, I trust that whatever's unfolding, and I'll send, you know, if I need anything, if I need help with this or something, it will come. Trust in it. And when that comes, I will be able to share and I would be giving the trust and the love and it would be coming back to me. Am I off on this one? I'm getting myself a little confused as I'm thinking because I do have, the weather is affecting my head. We have some crazy storms coming and my sinuses just go crazy and I get headaches. Am I off on this one? I'll throw it out to my mighty friend. Ask that again, Carla. What did you ask? Did you watch? <laughs> After my ra- my ramblings, am I really connecting it right? That you know, if I don't trust, like I, you know, because I when I read that line, it is trusting that if you have a need for money or time or honesty or love, it will be provided. So I equate it to going into fear mode when I felt that I could my my existence could be compromised because of identity theft. Oh, oh. Well yeah, I think we all fall into that ego trap. Um, it wants us to doubt and the, and I think at least for me, it's the doubt that causes the fear. You know, because I'm so used to trusting the truth is true, and um, and the and the one hurdle to get over, at least for me, is I don't need to know the how, why's, or when. You know, that's none of my business. I just have to know that Thy will be done, and God's will for me is perfect happiness. And however that shows up, will heal my mind, and uh, whatever I'm afraid of will disappear when I heal the idea that I there's some doubt to trusting. You know, doubt it's not I think the trusting is still there. It's my doubt in it that um you know, it's it's like we all have faith in something. Faith doesn't lack, but sometimes I can fall in that trap of having more faith in the problem being real than the solution being real. And that's just, you know, uh, for me, it's just a forgiveness lesson. I just have to forgive that idea. And and Holy Spirit picks the ball up from there and heals my mind. And then I can return to peace again. So at least that's how my crazy mind works. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I know. It's like, you know, it's trusting. And then it does, you know, however it comes back. But I'm trying to relate it to giving and receiving. I see, you know, why? Yeah, yeah. You know, because he said real trust requires the discipline of being who you are in every circumstance and in every relationship. Real trust begins with your true self. And we just be that. At least that's what I be. You know, I be whatever I'm being at any moment. You know, and sometimes that can be fearful. I be that. I just embrace it all with love. It's our resp- my response to the fear that's important for my healing. You know, how am I going to respond to the fear? Am I going to respond to it by love, with love? Or am I just going to jump into it and... and um make it real in my experience. So um, 
You know, Jesus once told me that responding to fear with love is the bravest thing I'll ever do. <laughs> I gotta admit, I think, you know, he's right. It is, you know, right to respond to fear with love because that's the healing, that's the remedy, you know, for anything. Mm. So it doesn't really mean I have to go out if I'm experiencing lack, it doesn't mean I have to go out and give somebody a hundred dollars it just means i have to share the love of god in whatever way uh that shows up for me and holy spirit always provides an opportunity i mean when i'm sick it's 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 so predictable you know when i have a body condition like i've been experiencing the last few weeks i get all these calls you know it's not about people well worship not well wishers you know because nobody knows i'm sick but uh, they give me healing opportunities. They have problems. They, they need to be reassured. They need their mind to be pointed in the right direction. So, and I respond to that. And, and the good news is that I'm healed as a result of it, whether it's a body pain or an emotional pain. You know, it's, it's whatever the need is. It's fulfilled. And it comes with sharing the love of God in whatever way, in whatever way shows up, you know, so. I appreciate that, Lana. Thank you. However it shows up. You know, you started off with feelings and thoughts. So it does start with that thought. And that's what I was relaying, the thought. Thought of fear, thought of something lost within this world. But if, and I guess in any situation, if I can connect truly to my self, the true self, it, and look at it for what it's worth in this time and space, it's really, I, I can just step back and relax and know that whatever is unfolding is okay. Like, you know, yeah. you said, like, accept it, look at it, and know the truth, and then trust. Exactly. You know, I like to remind myself often that I am as God created me, and this is what it looks like now. You know, this is what it looks like now, but I always am as God created me. And it may look like I'm sad, it may look like I'm frightened, but um, I'm always as God created me. Always, it never Ooh. changes. And, you know, I love the idea that he uses the word discipline. The discipline required to be who you are is a discipline that requires trust in true self and honesty in relationship. So whatever's unfolding, just trust trust it. So it evokes fear or whatever, or want or needs. And just trust it. And that's the that's the relationship with that thought or that feeling. It's okay. And then of course Whatever is to be is to be. Yep. I'm sure. I don't want to mon- not monopolize. Yvonne, Reverend Bill, you want to jump in on any of this? Are you there? Yeah, I'm going to shut up too. I'm going to shut up too. Yeah. I'm here. I'm uh, just I'm on a total different track here because Lana on <laughs> my mind. Seems like she's available or she's there a lot to help people, and uh, you know, like uh, Jesus is on the main lines. All you gotta do is call him up, tell him what your problems are. You know, Jesus is there. That's kind of what I'm feeling that Lana's talking about. She's available for a lot of people, and I'm thinking, well, what do I do when I'm in a state or I'm, I'm upset? I suffer. I sit here. I get in a mess. I whatever I do, I decide to get out of it. I listen to music and so on, get on a call and this and that. Whatever I do, I'll go out for a walk, just clear clear my clear my head and whatever I do, but it's like I never 
I never call anybody up to talk to anyone to help me. Um, to me, that's like uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I don't have that. That I guess I could call you, Lana, if I had to. I don't know. Maybe you'd be there for me too. But I'm just thinking, wow, what a what a miracle, what a privilege it is that you have someone that you can talk to. <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, I'm just going at it this other way. Well, God love you, Lana. I'm so glad, but God bless the people that, that, that know you and that you can help them. What a miracle. So that's what I'm thinking about what you're saying. That's just where my mind is right now. I'm confused. Well, you, we all have Holy Spirit. We all have Jesus. Right. We all have, um, you know, it's just... Uh, you know that high that S, that self with the capital S. That well, you know, call it Holy Spirit, call it whatever you want, Mickey Mouse, or <laughs> but we all have that, and it's like that turning within and knowing that's where the remedy is. It's being still and being now, and yeah. just letting letting it happen. Yeah. Well, what? No, I was referring to it in a different way. Yeah, I do. I I do have the Holy Spirit. I do go within for myself. But I'm thinking about having someone else that you can have a dialogue with when you need it, type of thing. Like you're like you're there apparently for people. I don't know. That's what it sounds like. Um, to me, that's not something that that I'm familiar with. I work with myself or, you know, the spirit I maybe share on the calls or I have some family and so on. But I don't have, like, a, a, a mentor there. So that's what I'm addressing is that, is that mentorship that you seem to have for people. Oh. And that's, that's why I'm in awe because what a wonderful thing. It's not something I'm familiar with. It's not something that I, I can talk about. But it seems that you do. So that's wonderful. Um, that's great. Uh, thank you. Thank you for you. Thank you for being there. Oh, well, thank you. It's it's not something that um, I plan. It's just it's just my ministry. You know, I've been on Facebook for fifteen years, and I'm you know I'm in groups and people dialogue with me on Facebook. They call me. They send me messages. And, um, you know, like Jesus tells us in the Course of Miracles, I'm here only to be helpful. And that's the greatest gift that I've been given, that if there's, you know, I, if I can help one person with a post or an essay I post, you know, mission accomplished. You know, I don't, I don't take money. I don't take anything. I just want to be helpful because of the giving and the rich part of it <laughs> is because giving and receiving are one. You know, I know that as I give God's love, I get to experience it, and um, that is is such a huge gift and um, I'm eternally grateful but that's just my mission in life that's my whole life I have no other life I feel like a cloistered nun sometimes you know but uh, that's beautiful too you know it's it's a it's a beautiful gift I'm complete thank you thank you Anna thank you Bill are you still with us Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And, well, let, let, let me be open. I, I am in part. <laughs> How are I? I've, been, I've been fading in and out, but um, I, I am here. I am reflecting on this and, and looking at the material, and there's more to come. Okay. All right. So we'll continue, but you keep, you know, don't leave as Gloria. You know, I just looked down and in paragraph 19, you know, maybe I'm looking at this differently, you know, like giving and receiving I want, because what he said here, I was looking at, he says, you begin, you begin them first. You do that, you know, he's talking about feelings and, and um, thoughts. 
you do not deny them. You bring them first to your true self, to the true self join in unity at the place of your heart. From this place, you learn to discriminate, to separate the false from the truth, the true. For your ego thoughts cannot long abide in the holy place of your heart. So the ego thoughts could be fear, concern, you know, all those nice thoughts that can just, you know, send us over the edge. Then, with truth and illusion separated, you develop discipline to express your true self as you are now. This is the only way the true self you are now has to grow and change. This is the only means the true self you are now has of giving and receiving as one. This is the only means available to you to replace the old pattern with new. It's giving and receiving to yourself. It's really, it's like, yes, if I'm coming from my heart and looking at my thoughts and seeing them for what they are and not allowing my ego thought to overrule, and I come within from my true self, I'm giving and receiving that love, the truth. You know what I'm saying? Am I saying? I I know what I mean, but like it says, this is the only way the self you are now has to grow and change. It is the only means the self you are now has of giving and receiving is one. And now that I have received the truth of the love, so I've given myself that. I received it. And then, living from that state, I can give. Yes, exactly. That's why I said first I need to be healed because if I'm perceiving a brother or sister other than being perfect, then my perception needs to be healed before I can extend that healing to anybody. That's absolutely right, Paula. It's like a gift to ourselves. Our true self gives us a gift to that self that forgets who they are where they are, the little self, giving and receiving are one and the same. And I like how he says it's like letting go of the old pattern, replace the old pattern with the new, of going, yeah. I don't like to feel comfortable when I'm saying it now. It's like my heart, I could feel it in my heart center. Oh, I think I got it. My head is even starting to feel better. It's resonating. Wow. Hmm. I always felt it like if I have to... So in order to give and receive and make it truly one and the same, I have to come from my heart center with the truth, not not with a lot of malarkey, <laughs> untruth. Wow. This is great. Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Thank you. I spoke of this earlier today or yesterday. I don't recall which, but... I was recognizing giving and receiving um, is a state of sharing, a state of sharing what is. Um, of which I am a part. I guess that that was a part of the context of what we were talking about at that time. Uh, that 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 self that we're speaking of or that I'm speaking of is, yes, that's what I have feelings, what I'm feeling and what I am 
what I am in in a given moment and it is completely natural or it is just in a process of sharing, recognizing the sharing that is unfolding here, the sharing that that we bring together as one or we, we bring it in as the oneness that we are sharing. So that's what's there for me at this moment. Um, Yeah. More to come, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, that word sharing really resonates. It's sharing. Sharing, as it says, dialogue is sharing. Uses that exact word. Dialogue is sharing. Sharing the love of God. Yeah. yeah, it's like the connection between the oneness of us. Wow, thank you, Reverend Bill. Oh, wow. Well, thank all of you for mm. what well, we've been going, traveling through here tonight. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to fall into that trap. You know, besides that, my son told me something, you know, about what he has to do for his work, and it it kind of got me unnerved, Uh, because I don't want anyone to know the story, but fear came in, like, how can he do that? He can get, you know, put himself in a difficult situation. So it's been like building today. For some reason, feelings and thoughts, and I've been all day, like, and I could feel my body, like, tense, and I am so grateful to be with you tonight, the three of you, no coincidence, no matter what, wow, did I need this, thank you all, I'm so grateful, thank you for being here. Thank you, Paula, thank you for being here, thank you for you. Yes, thank you, Carla. Light beam. Yeah. Ah, feel myself lighter. Yvonne, how's the cat? Still sitting on your lap? <laughs> no, Creamy, he left. He he really wanted to stay, but I took him off, so he walked out, out of the room. <laughs> yeah, he was letting me know. He was pushing me off. Well, if you don't want me here, I'll leave. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's uh, he's almost 18. We've had him a long time, so. Oh, yeah. He, that's... The king of the hill here. Uh, king of the roof. There's other kids. There's other kitties there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have seven. Oh. Seven plus creamy? No, oh, counting creamy. Seven with creamy, yeah. That's, that's, wow. Yeah. It's great, though. Bless you. Yeah, and they all live indoors, right? Yeah, they're all indoors. We just actually had this nothing to do with the course of love, but we just had a confrontation with the city of Manassas police, and they're... They gave us an order, and we can't feed the cats outside anymore. So that's that's a big thing for us. We don't you mean like stray cats, like stray cats. Yeah, they don't want us feeding them, but yet they don't have any solution, and they don't have any facilities to neuter them and trap them and save them. So it's we're up in the air here. But anyway, I'm working with stuff. I'm, you know, doing some stuff with the city council and so on right now, so hopefully I'll get some progress there. Anyway, that's it. Thank you. That's enough, Paula, for the cats. <laughs> no, but I just want to add something because I have a niece. Her husband loves cats, and he actually 
built in his backyard. We call it the cat condos. Mm -hmm. Little apartments. And he feeds every stray cat in the neighborhood. They can come and live there. In the winter, he put heat in there for them. And he built it looking like little houses. Yeah. A lot of people do that. But in Manassas, they're not very uh, animal friendly. Some of the issues, it's a political thing, you know, money yeah. and so on. But anyway, yeah. so I have a little project oh. going. Who well, is <laughs> to you? Because, you know, God is in everything, and cats, dogs, trees, animals, so kudos exactly. to you. Exactly. Yeah. All about love. All about love. Yeah. So anything else on the agenda you want to raise? A time? Is that, uh, <clears throat> does your son-in-law, um, do they have any bird feeders in his yard? Oh, no, this isn't my son-in-law. This is my nephew-in-law, I'll call him. He's married yeah, to my niece. Yeah, I don't okay. know. As a matter of fact, I have to be honest, he recently... He moved down to Florida, and he took all his cats with him. <laughs> stray cats included? They're all strays. Okay. Okay. And he had most of them neutered. Hmm. Yeah. He transported them all down to Florida. He wanted to move down there. They, they kind of go back and forth, my niece and her husband, back and forth. So, But anyway, I, you know, when Yvonne was talking about the cats, I, that came to mind. I admire people that have that. Yeah. They put themselves out that way with love. Yeah. Well, I'm, very, I'm very clear that I'll say this for, uh, with my dog. Uh, our communication is consistently in feelings. I, I just watch him uh, responding to any feelings that I'm that I'm experiencing at any time, uh, and uh, language is secondary. To, to that experience of feelings. And it's pretty amazing to see and watch and accept. So when I'm, in, when I'm angry or when I'm in an upset mood, you know, this is what she is showing. This is what she's expressing. She has her way of responding to that. Yeah. Um, when we're playing, it, it's, I mean, it's, well, my take on it is that... Um, those feelings precede anything that's being said or any, any instructions or any communications between us. And um, I get that for... Hello. I get that for the... No, I just heard this buzz. I was just wondering if everybody else heard it. Yeah, I heard it. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm complete. But you know, you know, we read how many. I mean, besides this work and so many other works, that you know, we're we're one with every, God is in everything, and we're with in everything. And animals. Yeah. I mean, I've you know, I've had dogs too. That, I mean, it's like you. They know, like you said, it's like like they have that instinct, like we have, to love, to fear, to give. You know, and and they respond to it. Like I guess we as humans do the same thing in our own way. You know, how we respond. You know, you can feel negativity. You know, in a room, you can walk into a room and you feel it right away. I know I do. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. meeting certain people, and all of a sudden you can feel like why, you know. And so, and I think cats and animals have a higher sense of feeling than we do. They Absolutely. feel a bit more, yeah. 
No, for sure. They have a different, a lot more instinct than we do. Yeah. Perhaps we would, could say that they're not they're not communicating through their brain or their intellect. They're mm. communicating they're communicating in relationship. Yeah. Maybe we can realize something from that from that perspective. Yeah. How about the unconditional love of a dog? You can be the dog, and all and it'll come to you. Yeah. It's unconditional love. Yeah. That's the sad part of it, though. You can beat them and they still come back to you. That's so sad. I know it is sad, but it's, like, amazing. Uh-huh. This know, would correspond I, with... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Paula. go ahead. No, no. Yeah. Go ahead, I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, we're finding out more and more within the course of love, words get in the way. Mm. We have heard that consistently in the formulation of words um, <clears throat> just seem to take precedent and perhaps are given too much authority over instead of just being and feeling and accepting what is. Yeah, accepting our feelings and thoughts. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Bella. (laughs) I love that name, Bella. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, the one word that I think we all know and whether between humans or animals, it's the relationship. And that's that's the key word that he, in this work, he, he emphasized in so many different ways, unity and relationship. Amen. Relationship. Yeah. We're in relationship with everything. And I, I guess even on a fundamental level with the Course in Miracles, you know, when he said to us, you know, you are a chair, you know, look around the room. Connect with everything because it's all relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Remember those early yep. lessons? So he he's bringing, you know, how he presented things to us in the course of miracles, you know, and and he even says there in miracles words about symbols upon symbols upon symbols. He said it right out, and here mm-hmm. it's like you know, go to go in your thoughts and your feelings, you know. But it's all one, and you, you know. And I love when Lana speaks of self-love, and you know, and he tells us, you know, love who you are right now, everything about you. Yeah. Like I always said, God loves me with all my warts and pimples. <laughs> mm-hmm. All about love and love is relationship. Giving and receiving are one in truth. And that's it. You said it the right way. Giving and receiving are one in truth. Yep. Yeah. Would it be? Would it work for us to just have a few moments of silence and being together? in that state with that with that awareness i find lana you there yes sounds wonderful to me i love silence we're going to do how about it's 10 after 9 here on the east coast it's 10 minutes after the hour let's leave it that way five minutes Let's simply go into it, and when someone feels that it's complete, say so, mm. and we'll, okay. we'll accept it. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. From this, from this point on.
Susie Vaughn. Um, I'm going to be uh, signing off now, getting ready for bed. I'm tired and sleepy tonight. So, okay. Thank you for joining us. Okay, good night, Yvonne. I think I am too, guys. So have sweet dreams, beautiful, peaceful rest. I love you all. Love you. Thank you both for coming. I think maybe this will call it a night, too. Yeah, I'd like to share briefly. I've spent the time in the cosmos, this this experience within the cosmos, with Lana, Yvonne, Paula, Bela, Gloria, and myself, okay. just being, being in the totality, in the sacred state. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank, thank you, Bill. Yeah, thank, thank you, Thank you, Paul. Thank you for showing up. I do appreciate you all. I love you. Thank you. Night, all. On, all right. on we go. Take care. Be well. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye now.